Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Great evening of peace and blessings, one and all. It is Wednesday, the first Wednesday of September. So you know what that means. That means it is Wordsmith Wednesdays. And I know we are going to have a fire show tonight because we have a fire starter in the house. But before we get to that, let's go to the team and see how they're doing this first Wednesday of September 2017. So, Miss Prolific, how has your month been? My month has been epic. Uh, hello, everybody. My name is Prolific. I represent G-Maddies. I hate y'all to lose to the call. Um, I'm also a part of a great team called Epic Movement, where me and Kels are part of the team. This month has been epic. I went to a National Spoken Word Award for the first time ever. It was dope being a nomination. A good friend of mine named EQ just dropped a CD called Emotional Intelligence this Sunday. I helped. Um, this is last month. This ain't even September yet. It's the first day. Um, I helped pass out some school supplies with the Healing Corner as well this past weekend. So I know September is about to be lit. Blessings on blessings. All right, all right. Middle Soul, how has your week been? How has your month been? Man, my month has just been, it's been blessed. It's truly been blessed. Um, I wasn't able to uh, make the awards last week due to my cousin getting married. So um, I was his best man. So I was going and representing that and went to another wedding, uh, one of my good friends. Um, They got married. So I was in one wedding, attending one wedding. Um, uh, this is my birthday month. My birthday is actually next Friday. I'm still working on a lot. Okay. Um, I will be, I know it's in this month, but late on this year, um, I will be at the Music Fest out in, um, out in Atlanta, Georgia at the W. Um, so I got a lot of stuff, you know, the, the, the book will be coming out probably like in the next month or so. Uh, CD will be coming out late on this year, so. You know, me and Miss Philip, we gotta get we gonna we gonna get that together. So, you know, I got a lot of stuff in the in the in the works right now, but yeah, I'm definitely definitely blessed. And of course, um still happily married, so that's that's what I got on my plate. Nice. Nice. And ladies and gentlemen, next up is our feature for the evening. Let me introduce her. She is a phenomenal poetess. I just Got to hear her spit for the first time this past Sunday on another show that I co-host on, the Underground Power Hour. She goes by the name of the arsonist. And so here she is, arsonist. How are you feeling this month? How are you doing? Well, I am great. I am so excited. I can't stop smiling. I feel like jumping up and down. I just feel great. And I'm so glad to be here tonight. 
That's good. That's good. And we are glad to have you here. We do this thing once a month, and it, it we get callers and callers and callers like what we got building up right now, and it's just a phenomenal thing that, that we do for, for spoken word. But for, on behalf of our founder and CEO, Black Ice, thank you for, for taking time out of your schedule to join us and, and be a feature on our show this, this month. Most definitely. I'm glad I'm able to share, and thank you so much for the platform. Oh, no problem, no problem. Ladies and gentlemen, I forgot to open up the show the way I should have opened up the show, but let me do it this way. You are tuned in to the three-time National Poetry Award winning and the first ever National Spoken Word Award winning POET radio. This is Wordsmith Wednesdays. And I am Titan of Poetic Chefs. I am joined by my co-host, Middle Soul and Miss Prolific, and our feature for the evening, the, the arsonist. And she is great, just great artistry and a great creative spirit. And in a minute, you're going to see why. So without further ado, we are going to open up with the whole speed round. And what that is is a straight block of flow, no intros, no, no, this, this is the title of this piece. We're going to just get straight into it. So first, our epic lineup is going to be misprolific. Then you're going to hear from the arsonist, then middle soul, and then myself. So without further ado, sis, the floor and the mic is yours. Who knew the world could be so cold? Shallow hearts fall past you and you don't even know. Full structure bodies with empty souls to hold and feel the trigger steel and peel. They said peace be still, not peace be still. Patiently waiting for super quick to load to nine, but once you squeeze, ain't no reversing time. See, you must think the grass must be gold on the other side of those silver poles as his body lays there motionless. He's in blood from every hole, and now he's breathing faint. Now he's thinking about the quickest way to get away. Running through cuts and hops and five-foot gates, scoping open gangways while his body lays there boarded in red tape. And his mama, she got to find a way to bury her only son in just five days. He left his girlfriend with a shadow heart and a breath taken away. His daughter, he said his baby girl, with no one to take on play days and help blow the candles out on her birthday cake. That's another little girl with no father to figure her. Another torn mother mourning because her son didn't make it to see the next morning. You know, you the squad hitter, the ghetto assassin. So you go scope the nigga you thought got y'all robbed, but you didn't know you laid down an innocent man named Rashad when you was really looking for somebody across the bridge named Big Rob. See, which one of them homies you killed for gonna pay your bond, worn out for your arrest because your homie a 10-year snitch. You never knew they would fold clips quicker than lawn chairs. Now you gone out here, man, gone because bullets got thrown with your conscience eating at your dome that you alone. You grew up there next to your piece, metal hot from shots that made your heart throb. For a minute, you thought you was a man, but you see them consequences come quicker than minute men. Interrogations had your homies' luck, loyalty fluctuating. You wasn't thinking. You wasn't going to be involved when that revolver revolved. Now, you fell a victim to one of the two black men's statistics, a shooter, and you made the victim to gun violence. Why you just put them guns down? And that's that piece. 
It's on you, Arsene. Arsene, is you on? I, I was kidnapped from my mother. Therefore, I never knew her. I was told stories. The words used to describe her was savage. I was kidnapped from my mother. My captors used and abused me, chained, battered, and bruised me. They tormented me, made me feel less than, and that feeling would be present my entire lifespan. Even when I followed their rules to the letter, they still treat the animals better. It's not my fault that I am here. I was kidnapped from my mother. Years of mistreatment. Who are they to be filled with resentment? With smiles on their faces, they told me stories. No, nah, they told me lies. With hate in their hearts, disgust in their eyes, the words they used was savage. They never told me I was royal. If I had known, I wouldn't have felt less than my entire lifespan. I would have held my head with pride. I didn't know where I came from. I didn't know who I was because I was kidnapped from my mother. Secretly, I learned about my mother. She wasn't the savage they portrayed her to be. She is queen, mother of many nations. Wisdom, riches, and beauty flows through her. I'm not satisfied. How could I be? I was kidnapped from my mother. I'm far from happy. One day, one day I was set free. At least that's what I thought. So many lives lost. I paid homage to those who stood up and fought. They didn't want me to be free. Once upon a time, they would ride at night, costumed by white sheets. Now, now they come out in broad daylight disguised as police. They kidnapped me from my mother, yet they claim they are afraid. Afraid of what? Are they afraid that the oppressed minority will realize their superiority and crush the captive's authority? They are afraid because of their own inferiority. They are afraid of change. I learned about my mother. She isn't the savage they portrayed her to be. She is queen mother of mothers. Wisdom, riches, and beauty flows through her. I know who I am. I know where I came from. I was kidnapped from my mother. I never had the chance to know her, but one day, one day, I'm going to meet my mother. Her name is Africa. Light it up, burn it down, Miss Angela Arsonist. You are the ink to our spiritual connection, written by the hands of God. I want to excite your soul on a second-to-second basis. I want to introduce happiness to you through my words. You are the source of the sunshine when they say light is the end of the tunnel. I'm just now coming to the end of the tunnel. But the beginning to our loving and beginning to forever. I want you to know how people say it's, this moment is called their life. This this moment changed their life forever. You are the living, beating moment that changed my life forever. And even if you knew this already, I don't mind to tell you again. But also to show you as well. Where did the time go? It seems like yesterday we were on our first date. And now it's July 1st is the date that we begin.
forever. I've enjoyed every second spent with you, every phone conversation, every time that I was the reason behind your smile, and you were the reason behind mine. I give you this ring as a symbol of our unconditional love, honor, respect, truth, loyalty, and faithfulness to you. I step peace. I want that real shit. No bullshit. Fake shit, take a back seat. What I propose is body heat. Mind freak. I mean mind fuck. In your thoughts, I want to lay, then turn you, turn you to the side and ride your emotions like energy waves. But when my words crash into your cerebrum, sending chills like York peppermint patties that straight down your spine, can you feel that sensation? You see... I want you to give me your love and let me touch you in a special way that no one has ever dared. Because in your eyes, I see getting head isn't totally dead. But getting inside yours is better than wrestling between sheets on an uneasy bed. You think I have a dirty mind? Wait until I wash away your fears and wipe away those tears you think no one sees. I want that mindfuck down bumpy roads that shred tires and need tow trucks. Let's level the field, dig past the dugouts of repressed oppressed, then start to undress these issues. I want to suck on your doubts until your curly hairs turn straight and stimulate your eardrums with words that soothe. Hope that it doesn't sound forward or rude. I want to get your mind wet where your deepest inhibitions Trickle down your cheek like beads of sweat into your recesses, but no one will be playing. I will be paying attention to you. And before I let climaxes explode, I want to unload. Reassurance that before we part ways from this love train, let me explain. Loving you is easy. Mind-fucking you is hard. Love requires an unconditional bond. Whereas being mindfuck forces you to relinquish control and let the light venoms go and let your true self be seen. I don't want your body because your mind, it's sexier than any physical part and with time becomes bigger, more defined. The only implants will be the words, I love you, when you think you're lonely holding you close when the world pushes you away, holding, holding, holding you tighter when others have let you go. I don't just want to make you love me or make love to you. I want to mindfuck the negative out of you, to see you, see the light in your eyes, I'll shine any diamond to see you smile because your spirit is beautiful. To see your head held high because you're strong. Now, can I take off your coat of burdens and your shoes of journey, massage your day, and mind fuck you Tonight, and that's that piece. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're just tuned in, 
you just heard a phenomenal whole speed round by myself, Miss Prolific, Middle Soul, and our feature for the night, The Arsonist. But now the time has come. We are going to introduce and hear from our feature, and then we will open up the lines to the callers because that is also why we are here. So, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you again Miss Angela Benazi, a.k.a. The Arsonist. Welcome to the show, and tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm a Georgia Peach Southern girl. I have three kids, six grandkids, and poetry is my life. It has saved my life and definitely saved the lives of a few others. So um, just a simple mind to me with the complex point of view. I, I like that. I like that complexity, but simplicity within it all. That that's 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 creativity. And so, um, with that, um, what is what is a signature piece that you can introduce to the people to let them know exactly the artist that you are? Well, I don't really have any signature pieces. I have been known around town. I do a lot of performing here in Athens and. Most people know me for the erotica because sex sells and it brings in the crowd. But there are many layers to me, so I don't particularly want to be known by that. I, um, I just, I just want to share the entirety of myself. So I won't say that I have any particular, um, any particular signature pieces. I just kind of do. Whatever I do, whatever hits me, whatever the particular show is, then I just kind of go with it. Okay, I like that. You're 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 a free spirited artist. I, I like that. So, um, what what piece do you wanna do you wanna open up tonight with? Well, would you like for me to open up with the one that you heard? Yeah, that would that would be great. Okay. Well, this piece is called Why, and it's just really, it was just something that was on my mind, on my heart, and sometimes as an artist, we get titles and we sit down and we create, and then sometimes the pieces just come from within. They come from the Almighty who has given us our gift. Sometimes I can just sit down and I'm not thinking about anything in particular, and the words will just start flowing. And so that's not me. That's God. And that's this was a God-given piece. I'll just say it like that. Okay, whenever you're ready, the floor and the mic is yours. Why? Living in a jungle, fighting through the struggle, integrity in a tussle, all I know to do is hustle, but why? Why you got to be like that? Why is it so hard to get out of debt? Why can I get my blood pressure in check? Why the kids nowadays don't know how to respect? Why is it so hard to take care of your health? Why is everybody all for their self? Why folks don't ever want to give you no help, but when you die, why they love you to death? Why I got to be the one always put to the test, and why shit go wrong when I'm trying my best? Why, as soon as I'm stable, I still fall? And why it couldn't have been me to win that fucking Powerball? Why obstacles show up fresh out of the gate? 
and why? Why is the world so full of hate? Why are people afraid? And when it's time to stand up, why are reactions delayed? Why? Why so much injustice in these United States? Why we got to smell racism stench? Because the three Ks have changed their white robes and are wearing the black ones behind the bench. Why? Why are there so many dirty cops? And when would this bullshit stop? Why won't they do more than just listen? Why these lawmakers won't fix this broken system? Because the politicians are nothing but flakes, and they're only concerned about their flavor of cake. Why a 20-year-old felony keeps you from getting a job? And why opportunities door ain't got no knob? Why does Big Brother rape, pilfer, and rob? And why is just about everything run by the mob? Why the government introduced us to crack? And just because you deny it don't mean it's not fact. When will we ever get our dignity back and our life on track? A cop on video just said we only kill blacks, and they fired him for that. But hands raised no imminent threat, and they murdered but get acquitted, rewarded for the crimes they committed, killed shots with no hesitation, and paid administrative leave is the same as a vacation. Why we can't shut down these dirty cops? When will this bullshit stop just cause murder of our sisters and brothers? And why? Why we just can't love one another? Why you call the conspiracy a theory? And this shit is real even if you don't hear me. And why? Why do you think there's a school-to-prison pipeline? Why do people rather get high instead of enriching their mind? Why do they poison anything that will help us thrive? And how do we teach our kids to stand with pride? Why they close the blind eye to genocide, and how are we supposed to survive? Why we don't hold accountable the ones we elected? Aren't endangered species supposed to be protected? Why? Why we got to wait till they get it perfected, effectively killing blacks the ones they selected, and why? Why do people ask questions knowing they don't want the truth? Where? Where are the villagers to rally around our youth, and why? Why is there so much blood on Chicago streets? Mothers enduring so much grief. When will they have some relief, just a little bit of peace, and why? Why they try to trick us with that chip, the mark of the beast? Why it got to be so hard? Why? Why people always talk about most high like they're afraid to say God? Famine, floods, and widespread devastation, threats of war, chaos across the nations, and the time. Revelations. That's why the prophecy, that's why it's got to be like that. That's their piece. Wow. That. Let, let me go to my co host first, Ms. Prolific. Hello, Ms. Arsenis. Yes, ma'am. Oh, my goodness. This is my first time hearing you, and it was awesome. Um, I definitely love, absolutely love the concept of the poem, the vision, and I understand what you meant when you said it was a God, God given peace. And these are questions that a lot of people have, and it's great that you use these questions and use your insight on uh, what's going on right now, and incorporate that into your poetry and and allow others to hear that because a lot of people sometimes do have these same questions, but you know sometimes may be afraid or feel timid about expressing these things, and um, this is why I love to do poetry, because you can see how much you and someone relate, how often y'all have the same thoughts, how often y'all have the same point of view, you know? So I want to thank you for coming on the show, and thank you for um, leaving us with that piece. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Middle soul. 
Man, that definitely was a deep piece. Definitely, definitely. This is my first time hearing the artist as well. Um, I definitely sent, um, trying to reach out to you um, later, uh, earlier today, but definitely, um, that was a hot piece. I find poets to be, I find us to be the spokespeople of, well, let me say this, the creative spokesman of the unheard voices. It's a lot of pieces that you will hear, like Ms. Prolific said, that are on people's minds, but they don't either have the knowledge of how to break it down, but that's where poets come in. And that, you wrap so much into that, it just had me, like, right where it needed to be. You know what I mean? And definitely, I look forward to hearing more work from you. Most definitely. Yes, yes, uh, arsonist. I I love that piece. When I heard when I heard you do that Sunday, I was like, wow. And I think uh, and from Facebook Live, a lot of people were just like jaw dropped at that at the way that piece was delivered. So that was really phenomenal. Well, thank you. Like I said, that was that wasn't mine. That was a gift from God. I understand how that is because a lot of times I just pick up my pen and I don't necessarily be feeling like writing that particular piece. So I know that is a higher a higher voice needing to be spoken through my through my my art and my craft. So um, I definitely understand where you're coming from on that. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was an intro piece as it were, for tonight from our, our feature for the month, Miss Angela Fanazi, a.k.a. The Arsonist. And I'm and normally I would have taken a second piece, but our lines are filling up. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take our first caller who has their hand raised. It's a 929, and I think I know who this is, but 929, you are live on the air with Wordsmith Wednesdays. Mask who you are and where you're calling from. What's up, T-O-E-T family? This is your boy, Larry T. Edwards. Uh, hey. What's up, fam? Yeah, she's tripping. What's good, Middle Soul, Mr. Left Big Titan, and, of course, my buddy from the ATL. I'm just so proud of her, uh, Miss Angela Fanazzi. Um I, I, I words cannot express, and I'm gonna talk about artist support. And I'm gonna be real, Miss Fanazi. Me and her have been corresponding for a little while, and uh, we've heard each other's work. And she had some scheduling conflicts, but when I went down to ETL, she I didn't wasn't sure whether she was gonna come, but she she came. And not only did she come, she brought uh, a couple of friends with her. Um, and they showed a lot of support. One of her friends let me sit on her lap and sing to her. And uh, also, Miss Fanazi, I, I couldn't resist because I admire her work. I said, Miss Miss Angie, why don't you open my setup with a poem? And she ripped it. And and, and ever since then, you know, I, I have nothing but respect for her. She follows me, you know, constant support, you know, calling and requesting my song. So I. I was busy tonight, but I said, you know what, I got to do this for Angie because not only is she a dope poet, she's also a good uh, person and a good support system to have in the community. And 
Uh, I don't even know what to ask her. Because <laughs> I know y'all are going to say, I don't want to ask some stupid question like, how'd you get started? And, and uh, you know, we, we, we buddies now. So uh, how did that experience feel like just sharing, us sharing the stage? I could say that in ATL. Oh, by the way, they're closing the venue, by the way. I don't know if you know, but. <laughs> <laughs> It was awesome. It was just, you know, it was just an awesome experience to get to meet you after, you know, us communicating the way that we have been and to actually meet with you in person and get on stage. And it was just a phenomenal time, even though it was pouring down, raining. Yeah. But but it was a great night. I, I so enjoyed that experience, and I look forward to getting with you some other time in the future and maybe doing a collaboration. Oh, that's most stuff. That's most stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm actually coming back down there, uh, the Winter Circle Tour that I've been going to different cities with. Um, the last one was in Brooklyn, but there's another tour uh, coming up. Um, it's going to be named something else, and one of the stops is Atlanta. So I will be tapping you, you know, and they not only come out, you know, do your thing. I'm all about, like, supporting, like, if, if someone has talent, and I know they do, and, and they only grind, I don't mind helping them out, you know, especially if they uh, support my work and they're good, they're humble. I don't mind. Anytime I got a stage and, you know, my POET family, you know, we can share the stage together. But uh, I'm not going to hold up a lot of time. But I'm a, I want to do something for Miss Anazi if that was cool, yeah, you know. You know, you you know we're not going to let you get out of here before dropping something. <laughs> so, so go yeah, ahead. Yeah. I don't know what you thought. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I got to dedicate this because this is a feature in – I'm doing this um, in honor of Miss Angela Fanazzi. So I'd like to hear Here you go. <clears throat> Put on your waitress and slip on those high heels. Some of that sweet perfume, it sure smells good on you. Girl, you are so fine. I can't believe my eyes. I want to take some time just to look at you. Tonight will be a special night. And maybe more to come. And I'm so glad to be with you. The promise of our life. My, 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 congratulations, congratulations. My, 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 congrats to you tonight. 
Congratulations on your feature. Enjoy. You said to be that way. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Laurie, you over there showing off again, ain't you? No, 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 not at all, man. I just called the moment, man. We saw, I got in. Actually, she inspired me with her poem, uh, Why. She just went there. So I'm interested to know what else she got under the belt, you know. You know, go on the comfy couch and just see what the Angela take it over from there. But whatever work, I don't know if Angela has written a book or not just yet, but if she got anything. Y'all, y'all support us, man. We need to support our up-and-coming artists that are great. And I'm going to say this before I go, man. I don't know if y'all like watch YouTube a lot, but I saw something called a two, The Worst Freestyles of 2017. I'm not going to call nobody's name. But if a cat can get on a radio station and spit total garbage and be rich, then why the poets? that say deep stuff, that they funk it up a little bit, got to be po. <laughs> so I'm going to just leave that there. All, all right, bro. Don't hurt nobody now. <laughs> Thank you, baby. I'm going to enjoy the show. All right. Thank you, Laurie. Thank you for, for, for calling in tonight. Definitely. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Laurie D. Edwards, a.k.a. the Soulful Poet, representing Poet, and now you know it, too. But next on the line we have, uh, raising their hand, is East Virginia. East Virginia, you are live on the line with Wordsmith Wednesdays. Mask, who you are and where you're calling from? Hey, hey, what's going on? That's why. Hey, uh, good evening, brother. How you How you doing tonight? I'm good, how are you? I'm all right, I'm all right. Um, you have any questions for our feature for tonight? Hmm. If you had to be a cartoon character, who would you be? <laughs> I like him. <laughs> if I had to be a cartoon character, who would I be? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't a big cartoon fan. Oh, okay. <laughs> I used to read a lot, so I didn't know. Let's go. Let's go. I mean, and I, I asked that. It sounds crazy, but I, mean, I'm a, I'm a, I only ask because a lot of writers and poets are visionaries. They're visionists. They use their imagination a lot. So that was my way of saying, I could ask you who you connect to to without the character, whatever, whatever. But, you know, everybody has a big kid in them. Every artist has a big kid in them. Somewhere, somewhere, somehow. Whether they push it to the back or they let it show front, you know what I mean, at the forefront. So, you know, it might have sounded like a weird question, but there was, a, there was purpose to that. This well, is kind of subconscious of picking you know, your mind. I would say Wonder Woman because, you know, because I, like, I feel like Wonder Woman sometimes I have a lot of stuff to do. And I always seem to manage to get it done. So, you know. Damn, see, there you go. You do know. You just was like, what did, what did that question come from? That's crazy. I don't know. Weird. But anyway. 
that's what's up. Classic <laughs> few. One of, one of the first few, actually. <laughs> So are you are you supporting or are you spitting the night, brothers? I mean, I chill, but I do say some words sometimes. I be saying words sometimes. <laughs> I guess I can say some words. Okay, you want to spit some words tonight? Yeah, we can do some words. We'll do some okay, words. whenever you're ready, the floor and the, the floor and the mic is yours. All right. For anybody not familiar with the voices, that's why AKA Sai. We're gonna breath of fresh air to include Burns. And uh, I haven't made a title for this one yet, but here we go. So they often say I don't get out too much. I need to travel a little bit more and go a little bit more places. Well, I thought about that. I was like, you know what, I'll finally give in. And then I saw a documentary on the Grand Canyon, and I'm like, that's cool. But what made it worse is they... How they talked about how it was a marvel of many things and how it was very, very beautiful. And I remember how I thought the same thing about you. How you were so rare and beautiful, like something you only saw in the movies, but nowadays it's like you're rare. Like something you only see in the movies, like I would head first through a windshield at full speed of living. Like you only see in the movies and now I hate traveling even more. See, after you left, it was like everything slowed down, like reopening eyelids after first kiss. Now I sit, thought cycle, as I use looking to try to move, stains and emotions as I walk around baskets full of memories which reek of hindsight. Having dry conversations that echo off of walls that sit and stare. See, it seems like I've gripped more pens than the concept of love and both end in lines of heartbreaks and broken hearts. Only reminding me how rocky and steep life has been lately. See, now, not only do I hate traveling, I hate Everything that starts and ends with the letter AZ, I try to avoid Arizona, and I hate this damn TV, but I hate traveling that much more. Because you reminded me of the Grand Canyon, and I was going to go out, but I saw that damn documentary. That's why I support That's that piece. Wow, Miss Prolific? Yo, yo, um, yeah, that's how you do words right there. That's how you do words. Um, I definitely, um, I definitely love that piece. I love hearing, I'm, I'm so intrigued with the question that you asked her. I'm sorry. I am so, I, I definitely appreciate that, and that definitely shows, you know, how you, how you incorporate your personality into your poetry, and I think that's one of the most important things we do when we incorporate who we are, our beliefs, what we feel. You know, that's what we do with a lot of times as artists. We sometimes, you know, we, we can't forget to do it for us, too. You know? And doing it for you feels really good, and why you also do it for other people. So, definitely thank you for coming through with the pieces and how you do words, how you be doing them. 
Thank you. In Metal Soul? Yeah, that definitely, that definitely was a hot The fact that he drew in the fact of a documentary, and I actually been to the Grand Canyon, so I know what that looks like. And it took me back to that. And actually looking at it and seeing where he was going to go with that. So definitely... It, it it definitely is because when I write, I use a lot of imagery as well. So pictures are and how you detail it, because you may be as someone that never been to the Grand Canyon or see how how you bring all that together. So it definitely was a hot piece. It definitely was a hot piece. You know, when the, when, a, when a poet can take when a poet can take you on a journey, you know that's that's the beautiful part about being a poet is, is taking them away from the nine to five, the problems at home and whatever they may be going through. You know, when a poet can do that, you know, they're doing their job. So, yeah, no problem. It's definitely the happy. Yeah, uh, arsonist? Yeah, that was a great piece. I was expecting him to really go in, but he was a little mellow tonight. I've heard him spit before, and I, I think he's just a phenomenal artist. So I was sitting, I was sitting on the edge of my seat waiting. I was I was waiting for you to to go in real hard, but, but you were a little laid back and mellow, and I kind of like that side of you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Congratulations. <clears throat> and I uh, appreciate the platform and all that stuff, you know. And um, I'm, uh, I'm not saying I'm going to let it work, so I'm going to try to say what I got to say about the way we go to everybody before and after me. And, uh, yeah, like, I feel like, you know, as artists, you know, we're here to inspire. We're therapeutic to ourselves as well as each other. You know what I'm saying? In the words of Shakespeare, we kind of do it for ourselves. We talk to ourselves more than we talk to the other people, to everybody else. We just kind of let them in on our conversations. But uh, thank y'all. Oh, thank you, brother. Thank you for supporting and for spitting tonight, and you have a blessed evening at, at work tonight. Thank you. No problem. Ladies and gentlemen, you just heard a phenomenal poet from East Virginia just spitting fire. But we got to keep this train rolling. We're going to get to the to the next few people that that's, uh, has their hand raised, and then we're going to hear another piece from our feature for the night, Miss Arsonist. Yes, we're going to hear from her again because tonight is her night. So let me go to this Northwest Indiana caller. Northwest Indiana, you are live on the air with Wordsmith Wednesdays. May I ask who you are and where you're calling from? This is Amy Panay from Team at Ease. Oh my God, this is Amy. <laughs> Hi, Prolific. Hey, Amy. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nothing wrong with the family reunions. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so do you have any questions for our feature tonight? Nope, not a one. Just congratulations on your feature. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Okay, and second question, are you spitting or supporting tonight? I'm doing both, but I have a piece I would like to do. Okay, whenever you're ready, the floor and the mic is yours. Okay. I tried to write a poem, but my pen died. A long, arduous death, one that left black and blue marks on my neck and across my chest, like... Blurry wet, blurry, wet ink blots on white crime sheets left with blank lines, unscripted. My pen died because 
I refused to feed it, not recognizing the need for nourishment and further instruction. The constructions of new rhyme schemes and alliteration was obliterated because I failed to read it, to grow it, to be inquisitive and explore the word of written language, to draw new conclusions and type new storylines. My pen died because I became too at ease to allow myself discomfort. It hurts to try, so sometimes failure will rise and win. So we stick with the status quo, speaking the same old piece and being in peace in doing so, thinking we killed it again, knowing all we did was, was regurgitate the already written and repeatedly spoken syllables of open mics. Past, though. My pen died and I failed to revive it, but rather I gave it a funeral and accepted its death, not knowing that all the while it was me who was dying inside. My insights rotting in emotion stuck inside my head, reeling in thoughts left unsaid, my blood pressure rising from this salty thing I called life, never realizing it was choking out its life. My pen died and left me lifeless until I remembered there's life after death so my pen can be revived. And that's my piece. Miss Prolific? Yo, T-Maddie. Salud. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you have any um, words to um, of support before I dive into about how awesome that piece was. <laughs> Just keep writing and everybody stay encouraged. And, again, congratulations on your feature. Thank you. Um, Amy, oh, how I love your writing. Definitely doing those um, pieces like that about poetry and connecting with all the writers because, you know, we go through this. This is what we go through, and these are real-life situations of a poet. Like, I, the the title of that can be like uh, the life of a poet. Um, <laughs> I definitely I definitely thank you thank you thank you so much for calling and uh, representing that is with your amazing poetry. Um, thank you thank you thank you. Middle soul. Yeah, that definitely just had me sitting back thinking like, dang, one last time I really wrote something and really connected it. You know, you know, just taking people into the scene and what the scene is like, because it's not like Love Jones. It's really is a whole different type of arena. You got all different type of poets, it's all different type of pieces, and you know, you you took me back to that. When's the last time I wrote another piece? Was the last? I mean, even if you just got done with a project, you can connect with all different type of writers, because you could be connecting with that piece with saying with a novelist, with a with a film writer, with a script writer, with a with a playwright. So it hits on so many different genres. Definitely if people just listen, they would hear much more if they, you know, just listen to it. That's why God gave you two ears and one mouth, you know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Arsonist? I definitely concur with Middle Soul. You can connect on so many different levels. And just the title of it alone was, you know, just just really amazing because it's a real-life situation. How often do we write and the pen die right in the middle of a thought? So I just that's a phenomenal piece. Thank you so much for that. Thank you. 
Yes, um, I have to agree with my my co-host. Your 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 piece it, it really spoke to me because I I was sitting here thinking like, yeah, when 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 my pen dies, I just go and I hook up I hook up life support to it and refill it, you know, <laughs> and uh, I find I find my inspiration in in the universe itself. So I could just I could look at. A, a tree in the yard or just feel what direction the wind is blowing in. And I could be easily motivated and inspired to, to write a piece, you know, so I understand exactly where that piece came from. And uh, I appreciate you calling in and spitting for us tonight. Well, thank you for having me on. Oh, no problem. That's what we're here for. And we're not just here once a month, but myself, I am here each and every Monday evening should you uh, happen to want another outlet to call in and spit, it's the same number, same uh, caller ID, only it's a different day and a different show, and that show is the uh, Voices Behind the Pens, hosted by myself, Matt Spezia, Dub C's. Uh, shoot, we got so many hosts, it's hard to keep track. Uh, <laughs> Legendary and uh, Miss Liz, and uh, also... Um, Miss Royalty, we all host that one show, and it's true. But we are here. We are here every Monday night at uh, six p.m. Pacific, nine p.m. Eastern. So that is another uh, outlet for you to call in. Thank you. Oh, no problem, no problem. And you have yourself a blessed evening. You as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we had Team at Ease representatives in the house, fitting for us tonight. And, oh, my goodness, more and more callers. Y'all, we're we not going to be able to go to bed tonight at this rate, but we're going to get it in, though. So um, before I go to you four callers with your hand raised, uh, would you like to spit another piece for us, uh, arsonists? Yes, I would. Okay, whenever you're ready. This is a short piece, and this is um, about my daughter. So the title of it is She's Only 13, and you'll, you'll get the reason why I wrote it. Caramel kissed skin and hair down her back, a smile that will leave you dead in your tracks, a wide load sign wouldn't fit on her booty, and even from a distance you can tell she's a cutie. She walks down the street and traffic stops. Double D tits sit up like roadblocks. Five seven, but she walks like a model. And even in a crowd, you can easily spot her. But she's only thirteen. She's only thirteen. So like the pig that you are. I will lead you to slaughter if you even think or look the wrong way at my daughter. I'll take a bat to your kneecap so you can't walk. I'll seal your mouth shut so you can't talk. I don't worry about a case because not a sound where you mutter. Your mouth is super glued full of peanut butter. When it comes to my kids, I'll go as far as the highest star. I'll cut off your balls and drop them in tar. And just to prove I can be really sick, I'll take a meat mallet and tenderize your dick. I'll watch your eyes beg for mercy. I'll curse you. Pour hot oil in your ears and then ask if you heard me. A jalapeno enema for your ass. I'll take a Kit Kat break. And then to help you relax, 
I'll toss you over in an acid bath. I'll look into your eyes as you take your lap, last breath, and I'll laugh hysterically because it was you who caused your death. I'll turn powder into your remains, and then I'll drive five states to feed the buzzards your brains because she's only 13. She's only 13. That's their piece. Miss Prolific. Very, very, very graphic. <laughs> um, I, I felt your passion. I did. And I love when I feel people's passion. And um, I painted some images. And um, I just, I, mm, I hope don't nobody look at your daughter. I just don't. I just don't. Um, I, I, I really enjoyed the fact that um, the words you use to display your image to show that you and, and you definitely got your point across. So I thank you. Uh, middle soul. Yeah, I definitely agree uh, with our co-host, Miss Prolific. It definitely was graphic, but. When a person can put uh, reasoning and purpose behind being graphic, life is, is raw like that. So you're going to not always get the the pretty pieces and things of that nature. You're going to get something that's raw, something that you may not be ready for, but something that is needed, wanted, and uh, something that should be more out there. So I definitely applaud you for, for giving that image that is, is needed. Yes, indeed. Arsonist. Yes. You, you, your, your piece was just all. And once again, you, you said your daughter is thirteen, and well, yes. I'm sitting here thinking about my niece who is ten, and <laughs> I, I, she, she, she gonna be in middle school next year, and I'm sitting here like, I'm, I'm sitting here building a small arsenal myself, like. I just want the first one to get out of line, and they'll be the example for the rest. Right. I don't. I don't play that. That's my. That's my only niece, and I'll be doggone if I let anybody, and I mean anybody, do anything that's out of line in such a fashion that you know their attorney is gonna need an attorney. <laughs> you know. <So>. Bar. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> But thank you, thank you. Oh, that was a good one. I like that one. Short well, to the point and very blunt force. I, I like it. At well, least, at least, uh, boys can never say it's sugar coated because you you said it. Simple as that. Like the pig that you are, I will lead oh. to slaughter. And I don't even eat pork, but I'm sure somebody else does. <laughs> uh, yeah. But anyway, we are going to keep going to these callers because we are, we are filled up to, like, the brim right now. So I'm going to bring in Brother O, Brother O. Oh, yes. E.T., Brother. What's up, Brother O? Hey, what's up, Clyde? How you feeling, man? I'm good. I'm good. How you doing tonight? Oh, I'm just uh, listening to a portion. I'm enjoying the future of Angela and uh, I'm pretty impressed with what I've heard so far. Thank you so much, brother. Oh, I love you. Damien, I had a question. Um, how did poetry change your life? 
Well, poetry has been an outlet for me. I was the only child, and I was what they used to call a latchkey kid, um, meaning I, I had to stay at home by myself all the time. I couldn't go outside. I couldn't have anybody over. And my mom, it was just my mom and myself. So that was a way for me to deal with my loneliness as a kid, not having any siblings, not having anybody to talk to, not being able to do anything. So that was my therapy. It was my therapy to deal with a lot of pain that I endured in my life, you know, and it has really helped me. Like I said, I don't know if you caught the opening, but it saved, it has saved my life and it has saved the lives of a few other people because if it weren't for the poetry, for me being able to actually write, you know, write my thoughts out and get my feelings out, if I had actually acted on some of the things that I felt, I would either have a life sentence or I would have gotten an electric chair. So, um, lethal injection, something. So it really has been therapeutic for me. That's that's a a wonderful way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Brother O. So are you just supporting tonight or are you spitting? Yeah, I'm going to spit too. Okay, okay. Well, whenever you are ready, the floor and the mic is yours. Before Brother O became a nationally recognized poet, he was just another face in the audience. In order to get to our destination, we all have to start somewhere. After making the decision to leave the bond club scene alone for good, I was searching for a better social networking outlet where I can connect with people with positive energy who are on my level intellectually. At this point in my life, nearly nine years, over nine and a half years ago, I needed to channel all those requests and emotions and let them flow to appear upon my canvas of expression, a plain old sheet of college rule paper. After losing my job and experiencing tragedy on a personal level, I chose to write instead of turning to self-destructive behaviors like drinking. That right there, one of the best decisions I ever made in my life. Shortly after my 33rd birthday, I decided to go to a poetry set, watch poets perform in rare form. I was impressed with their stage presence with how their floor she was magnificent happy in the trance, but how their natural wordplay affected the audience. And the stories they told were quite touching. After their first experience in poetry, it left me with the natural high that I experienced every time I listened to those good old, good old songs from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. I was in a state of before, you know, I've always been a fan of the art but since I was a kid. I inherited that trait from my mother. But brothers and sisters, I was hooked like an addict that night. And Porsche called me like Pookie. Pookie was a crack called Pookie in New Jack City. I couldn't get enough of this high. 
Our passion for the start was activated on March 13, 2008. And like my poor brother, World Warrior, I was crazy about poetry. While, while I was, I was a face in the audience, I got the inspiration to take a chance and try it out for myself. I had absolutely nothing to lose. I can't flow like a water faucet as I freely share my thoughts and stories. Nine and a half years ago, George truly came on the poetry scene, and my life has never been the same since. Today, I'm one of the elite poets from Northwest Indiana who was very active in the Chicago poetry community. And the poet was won numerous awards and earned national recognition. More or less at this point, we all encounter force in the road, and you never know how your life may turn out. I'm not saying that the road to success is going to be easy and that you won't face tests, iterated challenges. You could be that face in the audience who steps out there to make a name for yourself. Who knows? You could be a sensational social media, have your own YouTube channel, win awards, release your own CD, publish books, have your own website, even travel across the country. You won't find out if you never try. That's it, Ms. Prolific? Okay, uh, brother. Oh, you know, of course, you know, I am a fan of your message and um, all your messages oh. that you bring to your piece. And um, just keep keep moving your pen because uh, you are the professor of poetry, and without your pen in your hand, we don't know what you're doing. Just kidding, but no, we. I, we appreciate you calling in, bro, every week. You supporting us in, in one show or another. You are always on the line, so I appreciate you on behalf of everybody. Appreciate you. Know, I'm sorry. I'm back, y'all. I was having some technical difficulties. Um, along oh. with my brother just said, uh, Brother O, I love you so much. You're so supportive. You are the most supportive on the scene. I just wanted to let you know I love you before I dive into how I feel about your piece. Um, it is so true. You never know uh, how something can change your life until you try it. And I was also inspired, just like um, Ms. Arsene said, poetry did change my life. Like, I don't know where I would be, where I, what I would be doing, on what side of the country or state or where I would be without poetry. But blessed enough and fortunate enough, I am here. Um, I absolutely love Brother O on so many levels because he always keeps it a hundred, y'all. He tell the truth. He don't hold back. Every piece he has is one hundred. So, um, if you do not know Brother O, you need to get to know him. He is one of the most supportive and one hundred people on the scene. Thank you so much, Brother O, for calling through, dropping the piece, and giving words of wisdom as always. Thanks, sister, for this. I appreciate it very much. Middle soul, man, brother. Oh, of course. Like like Miss Prolific said, and and Titan said, the the most supportive on the scene, 
because it definitely is a, is a beautiful thing. It's something you don't see as often as it should be. I haven't been on the scene. I mean, I've been on the scene for a while, but not as long as a lot of other people. That piece is definitely hot. Definitely hot because it took me back to the time when, when I was looking at coming on the scene, and I really wasn't. The only way I got on the scene basically was one of my barbers told me about somebody else going to a print shop, and they told me about an open mic um, called The Cypher, which was led by Spoken. So, and that was on 53rd Lake Park, and that was back in 05. So, yeah, it it definitely took me back to the time when I first started, my early roots of coming on the scene. So, definitely it was a hot piece. Definitely was a hot piece, and definitely... Like Miss Prolific said, you definitely keep it 100 proof when it comes to the pieces. So definitely appreciate you uh, sharing with the show. Very appreciate that, brother. No problem. Arsonist? Yes, yes, yes. Like I said from the beginning, I love you, Brother O. And everyone is, I can just attest to everything that everyone else has said because Every other poetry show that I go on or that I peep in and listen to, he's there. He supports everybody, and he always has something to say. And I appreciate the messages as well. I was so happy when I had it when I looked on my page and I and I saw Brother O will be in the building. I loved it. I loved it. I was like, oh, he's coming. He's going to support me tonight. So it was really yeah. great to know that you were going to be here. So thank you so much. I appreciate y'all and let's keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Yes, Brother O, once again, thank you for joining us tonight, as you do every week. No matter what we're doing, you always in the building, and we appreciate you. I appreciate that. Take care. Okay, you too, brother. Ladies and gentlemen, that was our resident professor of poetry, none other than Brother O himself. But we got we got three three callers with their hand raised. A few few uh, folks dropped off, but that's okay. We appreciate you supporting anyway just by calling in. But we're gonna take the Southeast Pennsylvania. Everybody else on the line that has not stit or asked any questions of our feature, press star eight on your phone. That way you can raise your hand and we can see you if you're gonna if you're spitting or just supporting. Um, it's just good to hear from you. So press star eight on your phone and I will see your hand raised and we will bring you in in the order that you came in. So Southeast Pennsylvania, you are live on the line with Wordsmith Wednesdays. Math, who you are and where you're calling from. Hey, what's going on, Titan, Miss Prolific, and Middle Soul? I think I know that voice. Kane Spade is in the building representing DSR. What's up, brothers? Oh, damn day. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so how are you feeling this evening? I'm feeling good. You know, I'm hearing a lot of poets on the line. They're doing their thing, man. Shout out to everybody, you know, presenting their talent on this radio show. I know that's right. I know that's right. So um, you got any questions for our feature tonight? Uh, No, I don't have any questions. I'm going to say congrats to you, the arsonist, 
You know, I heard that piece about your daughter. You went all the way in. Strong words said in that piece. Thank you. I meant every word. You're welcome. All right. So I know what you got for us tonight. I know you got something fire. What you got for us? Yeah, I got this piece for y'all called Lost in the Moment. Whenever y'all ready. Whenever you're ready, the floor and the mic is yours. Lost in a moment. I had to stop everything. I had to stop everything. I had to stop everything. The past, the future, nothing matters but just this moment. My life deep in mind. Gathering what I want to accomplish, what I want to be known for to be marked as someone who achieves someone who can take it to the next level. Music to life or spoken word to poetry. Never forget about writing to art itself. Being a one-hit wonder is not okay with me. Looking in the mirror, what do I see? No, what do you see? A question I often get lost in. One answer, I see a grown man who has yet become what he's meant to be. Realizing no person, no script, no place in this world can tell me, can tell you who you are or who you will become. Destiny. Many think it's fiction. Just be another worker bee. Nothing is easy. Is anything meant to be? I want to say keep walking and everything will be fine. It will get better. But life is a bitch where you often step in shit. This moment However, I step over the shit. I walk to see what comes next. Around the corner is unknown, yet I proceed. Fucked up, bad, good, or even great. I won't say I can't wait, but I will say I welcome fate today. I just have to unpause my brain so I won't get lost in a moment again. And that's always on DSR all damn day. In peace. Brother, um, this is prolific coming in on the part of Team at ease. Um, I love self-reflective pieces. Um, I actually have a piece where I also talked about me battling with myself. Like, who, I, who do I look to when I look in the mirror? You know, and um, I feel like those pieces are the best because they're the most the most personal. And somebody always told me, um, actually, my team leaders always told me, the best pieces make are the ones that you pull from your heart. And um, that piece when you say, you know, who am I looking at when I look in the mirror? Um, and the self-motivation behind even getting up and going to work, you know, doing something you've never done before or um, healing wounds that you didn't even know was there. Those type of things are the hardest for someone personally. So to, in order to put anything in a piece about yourself and self-reflection and self-motivation, you know, it takes a lot, and I appreciate you sharing that with us. Thank you. Hey, thank you, Ms. Prolif. Middle soul? Yeah, definitely. That definitely was a hot piece, and it mm-hmm. takes you on to, like, an early morning how to, to build yourself up and get 
past the normal hills that we all have to overcome. So definitely that's a, that's a good thing to do. That's a good thing to do, and we all have to go through it, and everybody can't just sit back and not relate to it. And you can fight it, but, you know, that's a that's a, in a personal thing that other people have to take care of. So with them. But, yeah, definitely the encouraging piece is always a good deal. Always a good deal. So definitely it was a high piece. Appreciate that, middle soul. You got it. Arsenal. Yes, I definitely agree. And your delivery is always so spectacular. You can you can spit Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall and it would sound great. <laughs> but, but I really appreciate you. I think you are an awesome talent and you know, I, I look forward to hearing you wherever I hear you at all damn day. Hey, thanks to your awesomeness. Yeah, brother, it's been a minute since I heard you spit, uh, uh, brother Spade, but you know, whenever you do get on, it's always hard hitting. It's sometimes edgy, sometimes silly, whimsical, whatever the, the adjective, the verb, and the noun may be, but you are all of that and then some. So you know I'm I'm a, a big supporter of you, and you can catch me on on one of your shows any given weekend. It just depends, but I'm glad you called in and supported and spit for us tonight. And your presence is always welcome as always. Hey, thanks a lot for that, Titan. Uh, real quick, can I give a quick uh, broadcast? Please do. I appreciate it. Yeah, stop through this Sunday. Everybody's invited for DSR Presents. All, uh, excuse me, DSR Presents Full Purpose Pens with your host, Mr. Boston. Uh, we on TalkShoe.com. And the, uh, the code for that is 136054. That's the open mic show. All poets, all genres can come through, spit whatever's on their chest, whatever's on their mind. 8.30 p.m. Eastern. 7.30 p.m. Central. Check us out this Sunday. Most most definitely will do. Thank you for, for that, brother. And I appreciate you again for calling in and supporting. And I I probably will be in the building this Sunday after after my uh after underground power hour, which is also before your your broadcast, I believe. So I will be in the house. Indeed, man. Keep doing your thing at POET Radio. Will do, will do, and thank you again. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Kane Spade representing DSR all damn day, just bringing us some of that fire that only he can do. So we are winding down on time, so what we are going to do is, for you four callers with your hand raised, we're going to do a, a a speed round before we go to the last couple of callers. So, uh Northwest New York, you are up first. If you wouldn't mind telling us who you are and where you're calling from. What's going on, P.O.E.T.? You are on the mind with Buffalo's Ace of Freestyle Poetry and Spoken Word, Legendary. Legendary. What's up, brother? And I know this guy from Monday nights on this thing called the the Voices Behind the Pen. So, yeah, when you hear him tonight, you're going to want to tune in on Monday just to see what else he can do. He is well, one of the legendary titans, so that should tell you a little something. 
Well, listen to the moniker I gave ahead of time. I said Buffalo's Ace are freestyle, which means what you hear me spit is completely off of the head. I have no pen, no pad, no sticky notes. Ask Titan. He can tell you. He's heard it. I have nothing that's, on me. That's right. So you're number one in the lineup. Remember your remember your position. So you're number one. West Maryland, you are next on the line with Wordsmith Wednesday's Mask. Who you are and where you're calling from? I'm calling from uh, Waldorf, Maryland. What's going on, Titan? It's Montana Wahid, man. What's happening, Montana? What's up, brother? How you doing? I'm doing all right, man. I just, you know, decided to call in, man. I, I had messaged you and told you, man, I've been trying to reach your show. You know, I was on the you know, road a lot. But now since I'm, you know, settled doing this electrician thing, man, I got to get up early. But I was trying to hang in there, you know, try to do something for you, man, show you that. I, man, I fuck with you. I, you got my support. I know that's right. I know that's right. I appreciate you calling in and supporting and sitting with us, man. You, you're always welcome. So you are number two in the lineup. That's what's up. All right, all right. Illinois, you are live on the line with Wordsmith Wednesday. Man, ask who you are and where you're calling from. Hello, this is Mr. Opinionated from Chicago, representing Team at Ease. Team at Ease. All right, all right. I like that. Team at Ease representing tonight. I like this. All right, so... Brother, you are number three in the lineup. Number three. You will come after uh, Montana Wahi. You will come after him. Montana, you will come after Legendary. And North and Central Kentucky, you are on the line with Wordsmith Wednesdays. That's who you are and where you're calling from. Hey, it's me. Hey. Hello, me. Do you have a team or is it just me? No, it's Miss Liz. Oh, wow, Miss Liz, thank you for calling in. It's like a place is behind the pin reunion. Hey, I know, right? I, I like uh-huh. that, I like that. So you are number four. You will you will come in last in this uh, speed round. So what it is is no titles, no introductions, just straight flow. And when you're done with your piece, you will say in peace or that's that piece to let the next caller know that they are in. So, Legendary, you are first up to bat. Whenever you're ready, the floor and the mic is yours. Come together. Come together. Gather around children. Gather around children. Gather around children. And I'm not talking about children. I'm talking about the child that proceeds to reside in the bodies of grown men and women. I guess since no one will say it, I'll have to be the one to say it. Men, fellas, look up at me in the eye and pay attention. You are more than just your wallet. You are not just a paycheck. You have more inside of you than income. You are not just the shoulders that the house has to lean on. You are not the one that has to hold the house. You are not your past mistakes. You are not just a king. You are not just a title. You are a living, breathing, creating soul. So somehow you have to sow the seam inside your soul, although you have to sow so many other seams inside so many other souls. And those souls have to walk across different scenes because of what you've seen and whoa, 
you got to stop drilling me, killing me, filling me, dilling me, willing me, whittle down this Ritalin because somehow they prescribed me Ritalin and I can't figure out the Ritalin to this Ritalin. So within the riddle, within the riddle, excuse me. See, I had to use manners because back in the days when we lived on manners, we were heard, we were seen and not heard because our mouths were shut. But we are men. We no longer have to be shut in and we have more to bring into the household than income and incomes come make, proceeds to make child that means half that child is part of you so make sure that you wrestle with your demons because when you don't you pass it on to your seedling and your seedling grows into the oak and that's how it becomes I heard it through the grapevine and you can call it being nosy but it comes back to you young man if no one's going to say it I'm going to say it for you you are more than income you are more than steel toe boots because back in the days someone had their steel to the back of your boot you know what and you know what you are more than the mule that sits upon laboring the 40 acres yes there is someone who cares about your 40 aches, but we have been taught to be silent because we are busy keeping the household steady for our queen's sake. But let me tell you tonight, you too matter. You too matter because you are more than just one of the three states of matter. Your solid foundation matters. You are not just a presence of testosterone. You are not just the one who has to pass the test. You are more than just a pressure point that can be pressed. You are also oppressed, and if no one is going to say it, I am going to say it for you. You are more than what's inside. You are more than what is brought inside the household. You are more than income. So in comes the challenges, and now in comes the courage. Stand up, young man, and realize that if you are nothing more to a woman than a source or a means of making financial stability, then you are already being led back to your permanent resting place. As a man, are you really going to suffer in silence while that happens? You are a man and you do have a choice. So tell me, life or liberty or the pursuit of being a mule on 40 acres, what will it be? And that's that piece. The clock on the wall reveals this 3 p.m. School's out. New lesson. Case study on killing black men and it's in. But it doesn't reveal them any time to show and prove. Unfold hidden things. Crush legislative grooves exposed. Affirmative action as a tool of tossing minorities into a random death pool. It's not the law. It's how they enforcing the rules. Trayvon, Mike Brown, Ferguson. Tragedy is not in vain. And this is for you. Why dark complexions dying just trying to obey? Results say that if you raise your hands the wrong way, an officer in blue will more than likely put a few holes in you. He be claiming that the suspect was aggressively moving, and I suspect this is how they legally justify the unjustifiable shooting. They've been doing it. See, I'm from the district. Know all about the bigger the headache, the bigger the pill. Another drop from an innocent unarmed nigga gets spilled. Got a mob, we seeking retribution. Got a belief like night, tried pen and paper, now we thinking detonate. It's time to just do it. And if I do, Skip the grand jury indictment, go ahead and load up the needle. But after my public demonstration is captured, conviction, next comes the injection. They're going to speedy trial me straight to paradise where that FOP holds no credence. See, it's a different type of element, a different type of government. Where the truth needs no cover, but politicians believe there's exception to every rule, especially when they whiten out and start fudging shit. 
If the execution becomes the final solution, I pray I'll be standing in the ranks of the righteous found solace with the law. Looking down on evil, still living mo- mean, still warning my IQ. And if it's updated, if you know me, I'm still smoking weed. Emergency, if I dial 911, I'm calling for a real advocate of peace, not the police. Because I know the badge allows them to keep one in the chamber. How you think they keep the cheat? Putting danger on delete. Sniping niggas from Cannondale mountain bikes. Sending out customary headshots while walking concrete beats, choke holding and breaking knees. Sarge must have forgot to tell them on a roll call. The calm of murder travels down a two-way street. And if you human, you breathe, you defecate, and you bleed. I guarantee won't be no fun when a black rabbit gets the gun. I'm talking about catching your man dead to rights. What if I walked up and caught one of them blue perpetrators like Virgil Tibbs do in the heat of the night? Payback and turn the table of history on sight. Tell them, raise your hands. Get on the ground. <laughs> Basically, profile go pound for pound. Far off, not 16, but 17 rounds. That's one extra for the young in Chicago. They shot up out of here faster than the speed of sound. Sounds like I'm here and stand up to break down the system. Murder is murder. Kill a child. You done killed the smile. But it's a different type of response when the call comes in. Officer down in peace. Maybe I didn't love on you hard enough. Couldn't bear your pains from the past. Maybe I wasn't strong enough. I guess I couldn't fill all of your empty spaces. Couldn't keep you from being fulfilled in other places. I once thought that I could be your all, be your parachute to soften your fall. It became apparent that you couldn't process my love. Like you were lactose intolerant, and I was feeding you milk and cheese. This betrayal has broken me on my hands and knees. I rewind the tapes of my mind trying to figure out where I slipped. Not enough traction on my shoes. I can't seem to get a grip. My investment lost like a stock market crash. Thought you were there for me, but you raced away, took a dash. This fairy tale we built now seems like a nightmare. Lines from Mommy Dearest playing in my head saying life ain't fair. The broken pieces of your life have cut me to shreds. I'm in cardiac arrest on the way to being pronounced dead. All clear are the words that I hear as the charge surges through my body. This attempt to bring me back comes in the form of your apology. I'm now unresponsive to attempts to bring me back. You hung yourself with the rope of trust. I gave you too much slack. Heart now hardened, unable to pump blood because of clogged arteries. In the process of shutting down because you killed a part of me. Pour me into the town court and lock me in stocks. Body bruised like in Old Testament times, getting stoned with rocks. You've trespassed against me time and time again. It wouldn't hurt so bad if we were lovers, but we're friends. All of my memories now don't seem real, but are now illusions. Face full of puzzle pieces, poster child for confusion. I guess it wasn't meant to work out. It wasn't destiny. Whole future messed up because of infidelity. And peace. I've been served the same desserts on different platters for the past years. Um, Let's play the highlight reel. If our two branches grow in the same direction, we can be together. I saved that boy some time and I bought a chainsaw. Timber. It's not you, it's me. You're perfect. Uh, stop right there. We both know that that's a lie. Only one perfect, and it's not you, or I. I don't do long distance. Well, guess what? I don't do false hope, or false intentions. I don't jump over puddles for people, 
who wouldn't do the same. It might have been nice to discuss intentions. After all, I thought I'd have to wait forever for sex, another one said. My reply was, be glad you didn't, you know, lose your manhood. You get to keep it intact. Be glad I didn't arraign a bobbit. That. The moral of this sweet tooth tragedy, check yourself before you check me. Next time I catch feelings, I'll remember to state clearly, sorry, I'm on a BS-free diet. That's it, peace. Yes, yes, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, that was a phenomenal speed round. We heard from Legendary. We heard from Montana Wahi. We heard from our brother in in uh, Illinois. I, I, forgive me for for forgetting your name. And we heard from Miss Liz from Central Kentucky. Antoine is his name. Say say that again. Antoine is his name. Antoine. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um. Yes, uh, we'll go to uh, my co-host, see what they had to say about that, that speed round. So, uh, Ms. Prolific? Dopeness to that speed round. Um going to start with um, the young man who says he freestyles. That was one of the dopest freaking freestyles I ever heard. Um, I had technical, I'm not going to lie. I had technical difficulties amongst the second speed rounder, but I definitely appreciate you for coming through. I know you dropped some knowledge. Um, Antoine, you are a very dope writer, and uh, I definitely appreciate that piece because uh, – I'm sorry. Yeah. I definitely appreciate that piece. It's always good to hear from you when you're not behind the camera. If you don't know Antoine, he is an amazing photographer and a dope writer. Get to know him. Hashtag capture love. And Miss, I'm sorry, I forgot your name. I apologize. Oh, Miss Liz. Yes, Miss Liz. I'm sorry I had technical difficulties. I'm so sorry. My phone, I'm with Sprint, y'all. Don't judge me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we we, going to talk about that later. <laughs> Thank y'all. <laughs> oh, no problem. No problem. Arsonist? Yes. That was an awesome speed round. I mean, there was such a diversity and talent right there, and it was just really great to witness. But it was one thing that stood out with me, and that was um, the, one, the one person that said, um, like, you're – lactose intolerant and I've been feeding you milk and cheese like that was that was a heavy hitter right there I really like that but everyone did a really great job yes yes indeed and um like I said we are winding down and we are down to our last couple of callers and uh we got Joski the poet in the house Thank you for calling in. You are live on the line with Wordsmith Wednesdays. What's May going I... on, y'all? How y'all doing? Hey, yeah. hey. Hey, we're doing great. What's going on? I'm good, man. I'm just enjoying the show and wanted to show love to the feature. You know, that's my Scorpion sister, you know. 
We uh Thanks. we both scorpions, you know, so I gotta show mad love to her. That's what's up. But uh I, I got a piece, man. Much love to the poets that was in that speed round. They they did their thing. I, yeah. I I got mad props for them. They they was they was killing it. And and my man with the uh going off the dome, mad props to that dude. Yeah, that that's my brother. He he double teams with me on Monday nights. We we are a duo better known as the legendary Titan. And uh, if right. you haven't experienced us together, then you got to tune in on Mondays because that's a special thing right there. I will have to do that. Y'all got to shoot me the info, man, and I'll come through, man. I'll come through. All right, all right. So, um, you got any questions for our for our uh, feature tonight? Yes, I do. Um. You know, for one per- from one le- one scorpion to another, what creates your creativity? What do you think about that gets your pen flowing the best? Controversy. Ah, that's good. Is there a particular type of controversy, or is it just one one direct situation? Well. I get real heated about the things that's going on with our people. So if you've got a piece that's inspiring, um, if you've got a piece that's political, you've got a piece that's conscious, then I, I love to hear those pieces from you because, you know, you and I connect on a on a different level. So we both know right. we can get down with that erotica. Right, but right. But I want to hear some of that from you if you got it. I got it. You know I got it. So it's all good, you know. Um, if y'all don't mind, I, I let me go ahead and just spit my piece so I don't hold up the line, you know. Oh, no. Whenever you're ready, the floor and the mic is yours. All right. Well, let's get it. The title of this piece is um, Black Lives Don't Matter. So let's go. A mother screams as she sees the yellow tape. Her son was murdered. He was only eight. Killed in a crossfire of black-on-black hate. You see, gangs in our community have people in fear, while other races are running to the suburbs or looking in the hills to the rear. What happened to, am I my brother's keeper? Or we protect our own. But instead, people roam the streets not even being discreet because they're searching for another victim to seek. You see, we protest when white cops kill one of our own, black brothers and sisters. But let's be real. We kill each other each and every day. And not one word is spoken by the end of the day. You see, we come from a nation of kings and queens who strive on family and respect and building things up. But the question is, why have we sunk to a lower standard in just a few decades? You see, the lack of stability has seemed to fade. But ask yourself, do you see other races of people tearing down their communities with drugs, violence, and mostly murder? Well, the answer is yes. You see, but the question again is why should we do such a thing? You see, we reign supreme on the earth as kings and queens brought to America in chains, took the punishment of the white man as the black people. We stood tall through it all. But we can't always blame the white man for our situation. If we can't take a stand and demand more of ourselves, what happens when the next generation of young people are dead and gone? Then who will lead and carry on? You see, the hope and the help 
of the people we must be able to cope. You see, the people we must be able to cope. But the people we look around and we say we're repeating the same cycle of destruction. A black person died. Did you hear me? Another black person just died today. But what do you have to say? You turn on the news only to see another black person has died in the street, but not by the hands of the people who wear the white sheets. For the people who wear the sheets, they laugh and sit and say one less nigga that they got to deal with. But do you realize the demise of your own race, which is such a disgrace? Because blacks killing blacks is genocide. We became so numb to what we see, it doesn't even bring a tear to our eye because it's normal. But, ready, it's really not normal. It's not even a surprise. Why do we care that black lives don't matter anyway? When they did, we became a selfish race of people. Do you realize the generation of people who were lynching our people had kids, and now those kids have grown up with the hate and disgust? And well, the badge that states, in God we trust, trust who? The police or the alphabet boys, the FBI, the DEA, the CIA, the country, the justice system is just in disarray. They locking us up by the hundreds each and every day. People protesting police obstruction. We're right in our own hoods. We're facing black-on-black destruction because black lives don't matter. What happened to the family structure? It's broken down like a pipe ready to rupture because black lives don't matter. Because if they did, we would care more and not less. Stand up for the deaths of black on black. Get back on the right side of the track. Stop being so busy twerking, trying to obtain the bling, but create a ring of people who want to do the right type of thing. Despite a fight by the outside society, let's make it a priority. Because the Crips and the Bloods have killed many people of color because just because the color of they, that they were wearing. You see, we're killing our own race of people. This shows a lack of stability, but we're strong enough and we have the ability to change and help others around, feel the same, and not blame others for what the respect that we want to claim. We have respect for our brothers and sisters, respect for our fellow man, the man that we set the example with our own people first. And then there shouldn't be a reason for anyone to say black lives don't matter because all lives will matter. But all we want to know is that it's not that we don't think other lives don't matter. We just want it to be known that lives as black matter too in steam. Yes, bro. You definitely touched on every point. You went deep. You 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 went deep. Like um Thank you. All those situations that you described are the chain reaction up to black-on-black crime and why black lives don't matter. matter. And not only is it outside our community, it's inside our community as well. Uh, once we patch these, these holes and these um, conflicts inside our community, that that will be the start of, of, of greatness. And I definitely appreciate you um speaking that knowledge like facts on top of Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Thank you. No problem. Yes, uh this is Titan. Is it's been a pleasure hearing you spit. I actually just shot you a friend request as I'm listening okay. to your piece. That um 
you spoke so much truth, and I and my my personal belief is that all these quote unquote movements are just deterrents from what's really going on. So, Black Lives That's Matter, right. Blue Lives Matter, whatever the colored lives matter is, you mm-hmm. know, is deterring our minds from what the real situation and the real issue is, and it's just it's ridiculous. We're allowing ourselves to become steep in this whole genocide of humanity, you know. Right, right. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that, man, because it, it, it's really a sad situation. I mean, it can really get better, but we got to do it ourselves first before somebody can say that they're willing to help us or we can rely on other people to want to help us. You know, we got to do it ourselves. Right. That That is very true. And once again, on behalf of my co-host, um, thank you again for calling in and spitting. And I encourage you and, and invite you to join us on Mondays for Voices Behind the Pens. It's myself and a slew of other hosts. And we just okay. we lay down that, that same realness every Monday. So I will de- when you accept my request, I will definitely tag you in okay. the uh, event well, for Monday. All right, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Much love to y'all. Thank you very much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Joe Ski, the poet, calling in and spitting with us, and it was just, it was really hot, and I loved it. We got one more caller on the line before we end out for tonight. We got Illinois. Illinois, you are live on the line with Wordsmith Wednesdays. Mask, who you are and where you're calling from. Illinois, if you heard, you are unmuted. That is you. Okay, okay. Maybe they just hanging out in the building, just just supporting and listening. So, with that being said, we can now go to the the final uh, few moments of our broadcast for the evening, and we are going to go into uh, we are going to go into uh, artist development tips. And for that, we are going to go to each co-host, and they're going to give us about one or two uh, tips on how to improve one's artistry. So starting off, we're going to go to Miss Prolific. Okay, y'all. It is Prolific representing Team at Ease, uh, represent Epic Movement. Uh, one thing I've so learned, through my team and through watching people on Facebook, social media. One thing to um, push your artistry is promotion. I mean, any pictures, any videos, um, anything you have that can be shown to the world about what you do, that's what I. That's why I use social media. Uh, there's a lot of times I go to sets and I don't get a picture. I'm so upset because it's like, oh, I mean, I want to show everybody that wasn't there, like, look, I'm doing poetry. I mean, you, that's how you put yourself out there. And um, social media goes so far. It goes to other states. It goes to other places. Videos go viral from poets that I never even know, don't know their names, but I see their poetry online. So you know how far you can go with just doing a post or uploading a video or um, making a status. You know, you never know how far you can go with promotion. And uh, one more thing that that will push um, artist development, I believe, is um, speaking from your heart is one thing that I always, 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 always do, and I always incorporate me a hundred percent. And um, I think it's 
it's great when you just let your pen flow sometimes because sometimes it's hard. Sometimes as an artist, it may be a little pressure, like, oh, okay, sometimes I'm kind of hard on myself, to be honest with y'all. I'm hard on myself. It's like, okay, okay, what's next? You know, what's your next poem? But And then I get caught up in this writer's block, and it's kind of like, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to be here. And then when I just, you know, shoot a prayer upstairs, blessings come down. My pen get to flowing. And sometimes you just got to be patient with when you get writer's block and be patient because it's all going to come to you, you know, and uh, pushing yourself but letting it flow at the same time. It's all about balance. Those are just my pro tips coming from prolific. See how that rhymes? I'm a poet, y'all. But um, I'm sliding to the next co-host on their artist tips. All right, Middle Soul. What's going on? Um, I would definitely um, second that most of what Miss Prolific said is always, well, two things. One is always be true to yourself and just tell your heart's truth. That's what, and the reason that probably why I do it, it was in a release for me. You know, I was so bottled up. I didn't know where to put all this emotion out. And then the best place to put that is the pen and the paper. You don't have no judgment. You don't have nothing. It's just what you put on paper. The second thing is to study your craft. Study your craft. Read um, different poetry, especially reading other people's poetry. Um I was reading three books of Maya Angelou. So, yeah, study your craft. It's, it's never, you'll never be too far along where you don't get back to the basics, which is, you know, writing every day and then studying your craft, going back to the mechanics of, you know, metaphors, imagery, onomatopoeia, you know, haikus. So always go back and forth with um, and always being true to yourself. Very good, very good. I like that. Arsonist? Yes, I I wholeheartedly concur. Because as I said, that's how I got started writing was from my heart and just writing about the things that were happening to me, the things that I was feeling. And so that would be my advice as well. Just be true to yourself and pick up a dictionary sometimes and try to do something different besides just, you know, basic rhyming words. And like you said, study your craft. Practice, get in the mirror, make funny faces, and try out different methods, different tones. And just do you. Very good. Also very good and well said. Um, My couple of tips is number one, just be free in your expression. Hell, there's so many artists that wrote songs about it. I know Public Enemy, I, no, not Public Enemy, NWA did Express Yourself. I mean, that's my generation. But, um, yeah, express yourself. You got pent-up aggression and issues on the inside. You got to do something and bring, them, bring those emotions out. You know, if nobody listens, write it out. I'm a firm believer in that. You got it on your chest, let it off, let it out. Let the let the atmosphere do with it 
do with that energy what it will, but don't ever hold on to it because it's not good. It's going to eat you up on the inside. Second of all, be the encouragement that the generation coming after you is going to need and live live from. I mean, look at look at the 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 authors that preceded us in life, and look at the stuff, the amazing things they did. Now look at look at the artists that you are today, and I'm sure those people in the past were influences on what you do now. Even if you really don't acknowledge them, they still have something to do with the artistry that you use today. Nothing is new under the sun, so. Everything that we're doing now has already been done. We're just doing it a different way to provide some sustenance for the for the people yet to come in this life. So I just encourage everyone to do what you do. Don't sit up there and and create and create and craft and not do anything with it because it's not serving a purpose except just collecting dust, and then it's not going to be worth anything. You know, so if you have poetry that you have not done anything with yet, Publish it. Submit it to a contest. Win or lose, at least your name will be out there and people will know exactly what it is you bring to the table. That will also make you a threat, but that don't worry about that. That comes down the line. But as far as anything else, just keep being the person that you know you can be and let that build your legacy. And that, those, ladies and gentlemen, are the tips for all you artists and creators out there. And before we end out the show, I have to say one last time, if you're still tuned in or just tuning in, you are tuned in to the three-time National Poetry Award winning and first ever National Spoken Word Award winning POET Radio, and you're live on Wordsmith Wednesdays. We are coming to the end of this of this uh, road, but before we do, we are going to go to our feature for tonight, and she is going to give us her final two pieces just to let you have a, a little more sample, dessert, if you will, of her spoken artistry. So, Arsonist, whenever you are ready, the floor and the mic is yours. Okay, so this first piece I'm going to do is going out to the young ladies that might be listening and um, if just listen and take heed to some of the words. The last piece is for those good Christian folks. So I'll take it from here. This first piece is called Abandon. Daddy is a rolling stone. Wherever he lays that pipe is his home. A dog going to be a dog all day long, always digging a new hole for his bone. On the other side of town, all his kids know his daddy's gone. And mama, mama's out there with something to prove. Her name is Dirt, and people call her a blues. Well, if daddy can do it, she can do it too. Meanwhile, the key is Kids are acting up in school, and at the end of it all, it's the kids who lose. The kids aren't stupid. They know something's not right, and sometimes they don't even see mama at night. Yes, they know mama has to work to survive, and daddy's not doing anything to help provide, and neither of them have enough time to divide. Mama and daddy, well, they only think about their self. Love between them gone. Disrespect is what's left. Any hope of being a real family is a snowball in hell. Baby sister is a warrior. Big brother is a follower. And middle sister is just too friendly. People watching, looking, and lurking, but don't nobody really see the children. Going to school with unkempt hair, not combed, and the smell coming from their feet. No regular bath, 
and not really getting anything decent to eat. No help with homework, no bedtime stories, in-house babysitter, so no worries. No how was your day and no laying out clothes. No what did your teacher say or let's do noses. No Bible verses or good night prayers. The great granny dear are the only one who cares. So let me tell you that the makeup, nails, and $300 weave and attitude that's fake and phony, it won't keep him. Paying his bills, supplying his thrills, and giving him all your money, it won't keep him. Anytime, all the time, any kind of sex, it won't keep him. Suicide attempts and threats, it won't keep him. Getting pregnant and having a bunch of babies won't keep him. He'll be off to find other ladies who want to keep him. User, abuser, aspiring rapper, a wannabe trapper, a hustling backwards pimp with no goals for his life. To him, you're just a bitch, slut, hoe, or trick, and low is how you go so you can be a baby mama but never be his wife. Get up off your knees. Try getting some degrees because all the baby, baby, please, it won't keep him. He'll keep you in debt and distress. Meanwhile, he's on to the next, and you're just another lonely, homely, bitter ex, feeling stupid like all the rest because you believed when he was lying, did all that cussing and crying, took all he put you through, everything you could do, you did it, but your words nor deeds or carrying his seeds, investing years in all your wasted tears won't keep him. Time to face reality. What you want will never be. He doesn't love you, so love yourself, because all your love, it won't keep him. And this next piece is called The Real. First, I want you to know, I don't do innuendo. I bring truth for real, no show. Right now, I'm not digging a pseudo. You know, we're Christians, we family, we friends. Hallelujah. We love, we cool till it comes down to those in. Ain't even got $5 to lend. In church bragging, Facebook posting, out on the street smiling and boasting, talking about sowing seeds. Try loving not only with words but also deeds. Help someone else who has a real need. Only concerned about yourself, but you better pray against the time that you yourself need some help. Thank you, Jesus, quoting and posting scriptures. However, your actions paint a totally different picture, and there's no coveting here because I could care less about what you got. But stop using the word love in vain when it's clear you do not. And just to keep it crystal, there's no envy, jealousy, or hate because I keep it real. Therefore, I can't relate to pseudo, phony, and fake. And that's Miss Angie the Arsonist representing Team Jack, light it up, and burn it down. Miss Prolific? Hey, y'all. I'm sorry. I keep telling y'all I'm Miss Grant. Uh, <laughs> um, I definitely appreciate you, Miss Arsonist. You be speaking truth in your pieces. And I love truth, truth, truth. I love those pieces that your um, delivery is dope, too. I'm going to say Thank that you. like three times earlier. Um, um, I look forward to uh, actually meeting you in person. I think this will be dope. So whenever Thank I come you. to your city, I'm out here. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm honored. So I'm going to oh. definitely go ahead, Miss Prolific. It's like you was in mid thought. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna make a little announcement, but okay. go go ahead, go ahead. Uh, so I'm a part of Team Eddie, and I'm also a part of an amazing team. I just started called Epic Movement. I am along the team with K 
details, the artist, if you're not familiar with him, please follow him on all social media. So this Friday is Epic Night Open Mic, you guys, and it's going to be E-P-I-C. Um, it's going to be held at 2237 South Michigan, which is a black-owned spa. Uh, it starts at 7 p.m., and this month we're doing something special called Vigorous Voices. And we will be featuring the dynamic poetess Tuyani and the slam poet himself, Quest Hammond. So, if you're not doing anything Friday at 7 p.m., meet us at Lack Energy at 2237 South Michigan. It's $5 to spit, and you know, $10 to spit. And follow me on all social media. My name is Shamara Prolific Q. Or you can just at me, Prolific Poetry, on Facebook. I'm going to pop it right up. Uh, don't really have Instagram. Uh, don't really do Snapchat. And I don't have a Twitter, so follow me on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Well, uh, Middle Soul, you up, you up now? Well, that definitely, definitely was a hot piece. Well, hot pieces, let me put it that way. Let's put it out that way. Um, man, I just was speechless. Like, every piece that you did, I just was straight speechless with it. And um, like I said, I look forward definitely to hearing your work. Like, I have no words <laughs> besides that it was, you know, a, a great deal to have you on the show. I look forward to seeing more work from you. And Thank you. I can support anything you have going on. If you got uh, anything going on. I'll definitely support you. I sent you a request on on Facebook, and I'm following you on Instagram. So everything I have is under Middle Soul. So definitely we can build and and make some things happen. Thank you. Thank you. Look forward to it. Yes. Um. Once again, you have you have joined me. I I have been your gracious and most humble uh, co-host. Titan, the poetic chef, and um, you can find me almost everywhere. I'm everywhere that I need to be seen and want to be seen. I'm on Facebook under Titan Poetic, P-O-E-T-I-K, last name Chef. That's how you can find me on Facebook. On Instagram, I am Titan.ThePoetic.Saying.Chef. I'll spell all that out for you real quick. T-I-T-A-N dot D-A-P-O-E-T-I-K dot S-A-I-Y-A-N dot C-H-E-F. And that's where you can find me. Twitter, I'm not really on there that much. I got one, but I'm not going to use it for this, for this uh, platform, at least not this month. I might start it in the next month or so. But anywho, any way you want to catch me, you can catch me. And please reach out and uh also, last thing, the recording for this show will be made available tomorrow. So if I tag you in it, please feel free to share it and let everybody know what they missed out on tonight because I know we had a fire two-hour show tonight, which we haven't had one of those in a minute. So, yeah, this one tonight was really hot, and I really am appreciative of everybody that called in and spit and supported and asked their questions of our, our wonderful feature tonight. And major shout out to uh, 
to Arsonist for for accepting the the uh, invite for for tonight, and she is welcome back here anytime. I just want to say that. And uh, lastly, before we get out of here, uh, we're gonna go to Arsonist so she can tell everyone where they can find her on social media, and then we will bid you adieu for the night. So, Arsonist, the floor is yours. Well, thank you so much. It's been an honor. It's been a pleasure, and I have had just the best time. You can find me on Facebook. My name is Angela Fanazi, P-H-I-N-A-Z-E-E. And you can find me on Instagram at arsonist, D-A-A-R-S-O-N-I-S-T, 1117. All right, all right. And like I said, I have a book. Hopefully I'll have it done and you know, everything will be finished by the end of November. It's Journey of Life Through Pages. So be on the lookout. All right. Ooh, I look forward to that. You got to keep us posted on that. I will definitely circulate any flyer you have for your book release. And uh, I can't wait to read it because I know if it's anything like the pieces you spit tonight, I'm, we're, we're in for a treat. <laughs> Most definitely. All right, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, for the last time for tonight, you have been tuned into the three time National Poetry Award winning and first ever spoken word award winning POET radio. This has been Wordsmith Wednesdays. And until we meet again that first Wednesday in October, Libra season. Can't wait for it. Can't wait to get here. Counting down days. But until then, in the words of our departed sister, Misconception, I wish you all peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.